You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. And now, Reverend Elliot's Magical Window with Reverend Elliot. Live from magic-works.com. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Or one of our websites. Askoneradio.com or Moonstruck.tv. This is Reverend Elliot's Magical Window on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Greetings, fellow seekers of truth, wisdom, and light. This is Reverend Elliot, your friendly neighborhood esoteric practitioner, coming to you live from the great city of New York, where even the cops get mugged. <laughs> Did you see that? A group of police officers got beaten up by uh, a group of uh, gentlemen from uh, across the border, shall we say. But this is New York, so they were back out on the streets within minutes. So hey, there you go. This <laughs> is it's a what a weird world it is. I mean, I didn't I didn't know until today, as, and I'm a New Yorker that I I hadn't noticed that uh, cops don't carry nightsticks, and I don't know how long it's been since they haven't done that, because uh, I remember the sound of that thing, man. Oh gosh, one of the scariest moments I ever had in New York, and I'm a native New Yorker, you know. It's my nose is still a bit runny, by the way. The um, <laughs> that gentleman was pulled off, uh, was questioned by the police on the subway state at the subway station up near 110th Street, and um, the two young transit cops. They had the guy; his back was against the wall, <clears throat> and they were questioning him. And the guy made a sudden reach inside his jacket. You know, like the classic uh, James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart, prepared to drill you, move. And a young officer uh, backhanded him across the forehead with the nightstick, which is a, was a solid piece of wood. And that sound was horrific, like, you know, like that, it, but loud. And, uh, and the poor guy, he just kind of did a little pirouette and, and spun around slowly leaning against the wall, and his hand came out, and in his hand he had an ID card, which, you know, you, you don't make sudden moves like that, especially reaching for your inside pocket in the jacket. So anyway, that, uh, that's my warm and fuzzy New York story for you about a guy getting his head broken. But, you know, it was the only other time I saw a, um, a cop using the nightstick was a subway a transit cop again. This was even before they were part of the regular police department. That's how far back we're going here. And uh, there was a young cop and an old cop, and the old cop was showing him the ropes. And this was about 3 in the morning, and uh, the, the, the train car was full, believe it or not, because in those days they cut back on the service. And uh, uh, so, the, so the trains came very rarely at night, but they, when they did, they were full. And there was a guy who was lying there asleep on one of the, uh, the seats, on one of the benches, you know, in the car. And, uh, and, and, and the older cop said, and here's what you do with people like this. And he gave him a crack across the shin with the uh, nightstick. And I thought, 
that everybody in the car was going to just take those two guys apart. <laughs> People were furious that that happened. But, you know, they they, uh, they went over and took care of the guys, uh, see how he was doing. It was just some guy was, uh, you know, was asleep on the subway, which, you know, that happens at 3 in the morning. People are coming back from a double shift or something. But the guy just said, here's what you do. Pow. You know, now the younger cop looked terrified. He thought he, he, he wanted to get, he wanted to haul his butt out of there. But there's really no place you can go on a subway car except to another part of the subway car. So that's, uh, that's, gee, I don't think I'm going to be hired by the Visitors Bureau to be telling, to be bringing up tourist awareness. But it's a wonderful city when it works. It'll be a great town once they finish building it. That was something somebody said in the 1920s. And it's still going on. But here we are. We've come to the end of January, which shows that 2024, uh, it didn't kill us all yet. So we're still here. I think it's going to be a very good year. I, that's what I get. It looks, see, I've got, I, I just shuffled the cards and pulled one out. I got the tower struck by lightning. It means that there's going to be sudden changes coming this year. And then there'll be uh, four of swords means there'll be periods of reflection. So that's good. There's going to be big changes coming suddenly. Now, that can be good or bad. It, there's no judgment there. It's just sudden upheaval of the way things were. And uh, I don't know, you feel ready for an upheaval? I kind of think that a lot of people are ready for uh, at least a sideways evil. How's that? You never hear of a, a sideways evil. It's always an upheaval. How about a little lateral move there? But there's changes coming as I'm shuffling the cards. Uh, let's see, what else? What's new here? What can we get into? Well, we, we've survived the worst part of winter, I suppose, here in the Northeast. It's, uh, I don't like the winter. It's just, it, I'm never going to spend another winter in New York. It's something I think I've been telling myself since 1962. So we can pretty much write that off as a pipe dream. <laughs> but uh, where would I go, right? <laughs> That's where, what, what would I do? I'm a New Yorker. I, 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 I don't do much these days, but I like knowing that it's out there, right on the other side of my door. Uh, I, I, I lived the wildlife uh, of, of, a, of a, a nightclub entertainer. And uh, let me tell you, that's, that is something made for a young person because it's very, very draining. And, uh, and if there was a bottle around, I drained it in those days. So that's, that's why I'm telling you. It was, I once stopped, uh, I, I once cut out drinking for a few months. My wife poisoned me. Um, yeah, I suppose I can't just drop a comment like that. I, I have to explain it, that uh, I, I, I was not feeling well. I was ill. There was some disease going around, as there usually is. And the doctor said something like I should take uh, two Tylenol every four hours. And uh, my wife thought it was four Tylenol every two hours. Well, of course, Tylenol can do things to your liver that is not good. And I was overdosed on, on Tylenol, it was quite accidental. I'm telling myself that for years, quite accidental. <laughs> and so I had to, I, because I had uh, insulted my liver somewhat, I had to lay off the, uh, the whiskey, which I really was more of a gin drinker. Was, for me, it was martinis, oh man. And, uh, <laughs> 
So I didn't have any alcohol for six months and a uh, gin bottling plant in New Jersey went out of business. I like to think that's a coincidence. But on the other hand, maybe I, I just haven't been doing my bit to spur the economy. It's just that, uh, I don't know, it's uh, uh, when, you're, when, you're, when you're not 23 anymore, it gets a little difficult, you know. <laughs> these, these habits need changing. So I now live the quiet, sedate life of the uh, wise, elderly, esoteric practitioner. That uh, that's it, it'll probably extend my days a bit too. I engage in biblical studies, things like that. I do a lot of reading, and uh, and and usually, this is the thing about occult work. If you want to get into it, I can recommend some great books. You can look at my website, magic-works.com. M a g i c k dash work. M a do that again. M a g i c k dash works. Dot com. There's a bibliography there. There's a list of books that I believe are essential to uh, occult, occult studies. And um, it involves reading them over and over again. Because generally, if you get one of the really better books on the occult sciences, your reaction upon reading it is, what was that? It makes no sense, you know, and then you got to read it again. And as as the years go by and you start practicing and using and doing other things, you know, using using systems to for magical work, you find that they start making more and more sense, which can be a little scary because, you know, they say insanity. This is why I hate this, though. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, you just described every baseball player on the planet. You know, that's what they do. They do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. It's, well, there's nothing insane about that. In fact, the alchemists did that too. The alchemists did it deliberately hoping to get a different result that was anomalous so that they could study that and find out why there was a different result. Because let's face it, you know, you can make the same recipe over and over again and now and then it'll fail when you're cooking. You know, you remember cooking. There used, a lot of people used to do that. I knew that we were in trouble many years ago. Uh, it, it was in the 90s, which is oddly enough, many years ago. And a guy was complaining to me that uh, he, he was broke. He could barely afford to live. And he was making at that time in about like 1992, 60,000 a year. And I said, well, you're doing something wrong, man. I mean, uh, how much do you spend at the grocery store? He says, oh, I don't buy groceries. I eat all my meals out. Three meals a day? Yeah. So, okay, well, there you go. That'll do it. Especially in a town like this where restaurants are always very expensive. So, I, I, I you, you have to read the same books over and over and, and maybe do the same I would I hesitate to call them experiments, but they're not spells either. But you do them over and over again, and maybe you'll get a different result, and then you can advance the art. But um, you know, there are books like the ten-volume set of the Equinox, which is barely comprehensible. You're not going to get many esoteric practitioners to admit that. If you want to read a book that will make absolutely no sense to you, except for a few paragraphs. 
try reading ma uh, magic in theory and practice. Uh, but you, when you're done reading it, read it again, and you'll understand more than you did the first time, you see. So it's about real dedication. There's, there's no, if anybody tells you that they can teach you the mystical arts in, in, in 20 minutes, forget it, you know. You can remember certain spells and recite them. That's not the same. Then, then you know, that, that's like a minor bird. A minor bird can recite the Hamlet soliloquy, but that doesn't mean it understands it. It may be minorly entertaining, but no, you, it's not the same as learning something. And to learn and comprehend, that is that can take a lifetime. So along with, uh, along with the fun of, say, like reading tarot cards at a gathering and a party, because it is amusing for a lot of people. And nothing dangerous happens, really. You know, I mean, that's just movies. But the uh, the the real nuts and bolts work. Now, I confess that I haven't been doing too much of that, and I suspect a lot of people haven't in the last three or so years, because the last three years and change have been, uh, you know, not. It's time to get pretty damn practical. You know, when when there's a disease sweeping the country and uh, things are shut down and you need to survive and there's no work and you know do i have to recite the whole thing no there are times there are times to get magical and there are times not to there's a famous story about a guy who goes to a church every day and he prays to win the lottery and he never wins the lottery and he keeps praying to win the lottery and he never wins the lottery and he finally raises his fist in the church and screams, what do I have to do to win the lottery? And a, and, and, and a voice booms out, try buying a ticket. You see, you got to get practical sometimes. And I have put a lot of the studies aside and now I'm getting back to it. So I, I, I spend my time reading. And uh, I'm happy to say that I'm not alone because I see, judging by book sales from mojoacademy.org, that there are other people doing it too because book sales are picking up again. And now I didn't expect people to be buying occult, esoteric, magical books during an economic crisis, you know. When, when you know, when 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 the house is on fire, you don't start reading books on the physics of water. You just use the water, you know. So uh, I'm glad to see that sales are picking up. Uh, not because, purely because the money is flowing in my direction, but you know, look, I, I I charge a lot less than a lot of people would for a lot of these things. Let's face it, uh, I, I I just. Uh, I enjoy restoring old magical books and putting them out there for people to read. And I believe I charge a fair price. If you have a problem with the prices, uh, let me know. We can always work something out. If there's something I have that you want and you, uh, you know, it's not within reach, let's say. There's, there's no reason to let a little thing like money get in the way. Seriously. Uh, but the fact that people are... They started looking again. See, I can look at the uh, website stats and see that it's getting more traffic. And then people are buying. And that's good. That, because to me, it says that people are settling back. And aside from the 
mundane aspects of life, they're looking now deeper. And I like that because that's where it's at, man. That is it. I mean, we were not just put here to go to work and pay bills. Let's face it. You want to know what we're here for? That'll cost you 20 bucks, pal. <laughs> no, beware of people who have a price for everything. You know that. Why are we here? Well, if I got into that, I would be babbling and babbling and babbling. But uh, I'm not going to be babbling and babbling and babbling. No, I'm going to be going uh, into reading cards for you because that's why we're here. So <clears throat> let's see. I, my throat is still a little bit warped, I guess is the word, because uh, I seem to be, if you want to talk about religion, I think I'm going to be attending the Church of the Perpetual Head Cold. Because that's where that's that's where I've been. That's uh, there are times when I haven't been able to do the show because of coughing and sneezing. So there you go, there you have it. But uh, I'm certainly glad to be back now. Uh, let's see, what can we do here? Let's see, let's let, let's go let's go to the first call. Okay, how's that? I, I told you the website. It's magic-works.com. M-A-G-I-C-K-Works.com, and you can check out the books at MojoAcademy.org. And there's all kinds of stuff there that you can recklessly spend your money on and improve your life. But that's neither here nor there right now. We're here to uh, take a look through the deck of tarot cards and see what's going on. So let me ring a bell three times to declare sacred space, meaning that, you know, no more selling, right? And we'll pull back the curtain on the magical window for uh, Jean in Macon, Georgia. Hi, you're on with Reverend Elliot. Hello, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. How are you? Doing pretty good, thank you. Great. You got through January okay, right? I did, yes. Beautiful. What more could you ask for, right? <laughs> what can I look at for exactly. you? Um, hopefully like maybe maybe into my love life and then maybe just any message that spirit would like for me to know. Okay, let's see. I'll shuffle the cards up a bit, and we'll see if we get anything about romance, which is always a very popular topic. I can always tell when the when the economy is is bad because I, I then I get very few questions about love. I get it. It's always about money, so things are looking up. <laughs> see, that's that's good to know. Let's shuffle them up, and. Uh, well, okay. Uh, these are these are happy cards and good cards. There's just one thing here. Well, let me just tell you, there's nothing terrible, but there, there's the Knight of Cups here, which tells me that there may be something new in terms of romance coming your way. Uh, if you're already yeah. involved with somebody, it would. It, it, is there a new relationship you're in now? Yes. Okay, because that's the Knight of Cups. Knights are beginnings. And they can be very mercurial. They can go up and down and left and right and, you know, all that. Uh, but it looks like it's something that's balancing out because the next is the two of coins, which doesn't literally refer to money in, in, in this particular reading because it's about getting something new going and started and, and, and working at it. Uh, the Ten of Cups is here. That's about happiness, perfected happiness. Cups are about romance and affairs of the heart. Now, I want to tell you what, what I saw that uh, concerns me a little bit. Like I said, it's not terrible because you, you, you're going to, according to these cards, you can handle it all right. There's somebody who's not too thrilled about what's going on in your life. You have somebody who's 
gossiping about you? Do you get the feeling that somebody's doing things behind your back? I'm not sure. Because okay, according to this, there's, there is somebody who is kind of like a troublemaker who's been spreading gossip about you, saying things that are not true. But according to this, it's not going to work. It's not going to last. So, you know, just be aware that there may be somebody who doesn't have your best interest at heart, but it's like a flea, you know, it's not going to bother you. Okay. Okay. Uh, the final outcome here is the sun, which is health and happiness and healing and growth. So I think you've got a pretty good shot at, at, at happiness and uh, and growth and, and, and all kinds of good stuff in this new relationship that just started. It's very good. And maybe, see, the thing about somebody talking behind your back, somebody it would appear to be a little jealous of you. That's all. You know, do you... Anytime we're doing well, we inspire that in some people. You know that. So don't worry about yeah. it because because all the good cards are here, especially the sun and the six of rods, which is about success and uh, and, and uh, triumphing over people who are trying to hurt you. So you're going to come out okay. But it looks like this is a good relationship. And uh, it just, it, you know, you're working at it. That's the important point. That's the two of coins. Yeah, it, it's about yeah. getting something going and moving and, and nurturing it, okay? Okay, yeah, I wonder if that person would be a family member. That's really the only people I talk to. Well, well, it's possible. You know, families love that stuff, don't they? Yeah. But no, don't, I just wanted, I want you to be aware of it only because when these things happen, people have a feeling that it's happening, and it's good to know that you're right. But this person isn't going to hurt you. It isn't going to hurt you at all. Okay? Yeah. I'm, look, I'm looking at the person doing this. No, the, the, I have the Ten of Rods, which is a person who is, like, biting off more than they can chew. And uh, the Hierophant here, which is uh, about religious authorities. Something, the person is going to get punished for doing this. So you'll be all right. Okay? Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. Happy New Year. And good luck Likewise. with the new good luck with the new relationship. It looks good. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye bye now. And let's shuffle up the cards. Uh, if I sound a little congested, it's because I'm waiting to sneeze. You know? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it could be the dry air. You know, this is this time of year. It's very dry and. Uh, we're very lucky in this building because the building is owned by people who really don't want to give us much heat. And I can't, one thing I can't stand, it's sweltering in the winter. So I'm really glad that I, we rent from misers here. But uh, <laughs> they do adhere to the law. The law is just uh, miserly. And I guess I can't blame them but with the price of uh, fuel. Ooh, man. And it's going up. It's still, it's, it started going up again. Ah, well, these are the these are the daily travails of life. We try not to let them get us down, and we try not to use uh, magic to hurt people. <laughs> Just I keep reminding myself that don't do that. That comes back to bite you. Angela in Baytown, Texas, is next. Hi, Angela. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Hi. Hi. How's Texas? We are in the news a lot these days in Texas. Uh, Texas is. I don't know. Weather is horrible. 
it's cold and hot and cold and hot. Today we went, we were so cold and by noon we had gone up 30 degrees. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, you want one or the other. I know the feeling. Yeah, in one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said Washington, D.C. had snow, and then a couple of days later it was 80 degrees. So. Yeah, that was you know. us. Last, yeah. last two weeks ago, we had snow, and today was 78 degrees. 78. Oh, I love that. I mean, yeah, this is, <laughs> we, ha we haven't hit 40 degrees in a while, but that's New York. You know, in New York City is brutal because it's a completely unnatural environment. There's nothing but buildings here in Manhattan where this used oh. to be ro rolling hills and forests and streams. And there are still some streams left in Manhattan, only they're underground and they leak from time to time, but they're still there. Oh, wow. <laughs> but mostly it's a, New York is a wind tunnel. You know, with, we have a grid going north, south, east, west, and wind just likes to whip through that. I don't know how the people in Chicago stand it, but hey, that's, we all, you know, <laughs> the old joke, everyone talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it, right? Well, right. What, can I look, what can I look at for you in the cards? Uh, well, I, um, I recently um, left the relationship behind it. I am, it, it was five years, um, dead end. I know it was a dead end. I've moved on and I have, I've moved on several, but I knew I wasn't ready. And this time everything's different about it. I'm, I'm not upset. I'm not angry. I'm not sad. I'm not, I'm just kind of done. And I'm just, you know, wondering what, What's to come? Um, I don't want to be single, but I don't want to be with someone who's not going to give me a hundred percent and keeps making excuses. So um, I'm ready for a new start. Well, I am I've also. Got, yeah, I've got good news for you because that's what's happening here. You, you said good, ready for a new start. The first card I have is the Ace of Cups. Aces are about new starts, and cups are about romance and and the heart. So something good may be coming. Now, let me tell you what balances that card out. The king of swords. Swords are about mental activity. Okay, You're taking control of your mind. You're, you're, you're changing the way you think. You're changing your attitude. Is that true? Do you feel it that you're, you're growing and changing as a person? Okay, because you 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 you're working at that, and that's happening, and that's the sun. I had that card in the previous reading, and here it is, right smack in the middle of yours. The sun is about healing and health and growth. Now, this next card is exactly what you were talking about. It's the nine of coins, and it's very often misunderstood. It's about solitary enjoyment in life. It doesn't mean you're going to be alone. It just means that you're developing into a person who doesn't need other people all the time to be at peace and enjoy life. That you're learning how to be at one with yourself. Now that is what's important because if we can't do that, we're not going to uh, we're not going to really get along in any relationship, are we? You know, it's now it's not. It doesn't mean that everything has to be about me, 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 me. You know, but you, you have to know who you are and be secure. And you're growing that way, and you're coming to the point where you're going to be very comfortable if you are alone 
but doesn't mean lonely and it doesn't mean single in that sense. You see what I mean? That it, you don't need other people around you as much, but you will, you will, you will attract a person like that will attract people. You know, there was a great joke. Uh, the, the late comedian Mort Saul used to talk about his first marriage. He said that it was, we stayed together for years because of the children. And he said, we were the children. You know, that was the, the joke. But see, you're, but you're, you're not that, you're, that's not you. You're not needy in that regard. You, you will have relationships with people, but it's not that you're, you're so desperate because you're not comfortable unless somebody else is there. And that's, that's balance. Uh, the next card is the justice card, which tells me that you're 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 going to get exactly what it is you deserve and want because you're working at it, you know. And and it's just the the two of rods is here, and that's about waiting to get results. So there'll be a little more time before you get exactly what you're looking for, but you're on the right path from these cards. The central card is, again, the sun, which is healing and health and growth and happiness. And that is uh, uh, also tied to the nine of coins, which is about being able to be solitary without freaking out. So you're, you're, you'll get what you want because that ace of cups is there. It's just it's going to take a little bit longer because you're changing and growing. But you're not far. You're not far from what you want. Okay, that's the good thing. So if you feel like something is coming down the road, yes, okay, because you're near it. Okay. Um, do you uh, do you understand what I mean? I mean, I, and I, and I don't mean that you don't understand, but I mean because I, I, am I being clear about it? Because I'm because yeah. uh, I'm I'm a little bit what's the word I'm looking for? I'm a little gun shy about that card because a lot of people interpret that as bad news, but it's not that you're destined to be alone, you know, that kind of thing. It's which, that- Which one, the nine of coins or the ace of cups? The nine. Okay. Yeah, be, because all that means is that you, you can be comfortable in your own skin, okay? And, 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 and it's it's just that I'm also getting cards that say that what you're looking for is going to take a little more time. Uh, here's the Four of Swords. Now, here's a good one, the Three of Cups. That generally means when that shows up in a reading like this, it means that through people you know, you're going to meet somebody. Through people okay, so, I know? Yeah, through the people you know. You know, friends might try to set you up, <laughs> which it seems to be like that's what all, that's what friends just do, right? So, but we'll see because it, it, it's looking good. Uh, the, the Ten of Cups again, you know, here's the health, uh, uh, that was the sun, the health and growth and happiness, but here's the Ten of Cups is perfected happiness and romance. So you're, you're, you are definitely on the right path. The key here is though that sword card, you're changing, you're growing, your mind is changing, you're looking at the world very differently from say a few months ago, and you're, you're changing. And one of the things that changes when we change is the people around us change. We find new people. New people find us. So keep that in mind, okay? You're in a period of growth and change right now. Here you go. There's the four of rods. That's about a happy home and uh, joy. All the good signs are there. Just a little bit down the road. Not a long way down the road, but just a little bit. Okay? Okay. Do you see anything in regards to finances? 
Yes, I, I, I was about to ask you one question. Have you been looking for new work or new kind of work? Um, I would like to, I would like, to, I, I haven't really been looking because I'm happy where I am and I feel like I'm compensated fairly. However, my drive is it's ridiculous and it's very taxing on me. Um, I am, I am looking at, I'm, I am, I have started the process to purchase a home because and well, I'm very, very nervous. No. We Oh, sure. Well, it's a big move. What I got here is the first is the Ace of Rods, which is something new in terms of work, something coming up in terms of uh, uh, career. So that's why I asked you about that. Uh, the, the Eight of Cups is about a person who's walking away from something that isn't working in life and going to something better, and which you're doing, and the world. Now, that's a good card, the card of assured success the world. Now here's another one, the six of swords. That's also about getting from where you are to where you want to be through your own efforts. But between the six of swords and the eight of cups, it's telling me that you know where you're going and you're going to go there and you're going to get there. And that's pretty good. And and the world shows me that you will succeed. So yeah, it's very, it's nervous uh, time when, when we make big moves like this, but this looks like it's going to be a good one for you. Uh, there's just uh, keep an eye out for new job opportunities. That's the Ace of Rods, okay? Hmm. Nice. Let me know how it goes. I can be reached. This goes for everybody listening to, by the way. If you want to and do any follow up, just let me know. I'm at asktarot at earthlink.net. That's or I can be reached through the Ask One Radio Network, or I can be reached through uh, magic-works.com, M-A-G-I-C-K-Works. There's all millions of ways to reach me, but uh, it looks to me like you're in for a very good time. Okay. Nice. Do you see maybe home ownership? Do you see that coming up at all? Um, well, that was the happy home I saw. That card, the Four of Rods, which is about a happy home. So okay. I'm going to I'm going to infer the question was answered before you asked it even. That's what that was there for. Okay. 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 It's looking good. Thank you. My pleasure. Bye bye now. And let's uh, shuffle them up again. Remember, you're listening to Reverend Elliot's Magical Window, which is the tarot. I call it the magical window because it lets us pry into the future, into the past, even. You know, there's, I, I have done not many of these, uh, but I've done readings where I look in somebody's past, way past, I mean, way, in, way into the past, uh, before they were born this time. Now, I'm not too keen on reincarnation, but uh, I, have, I have a strong feeling that it does happen because of certain things that have happened in my life. Uh, I, I believe... If I have to come back, I'd like to come back a number of years ago. Maybe I'll buy some Apple stock, right? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that's that. That's one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, paradoxes is that we've uh, very likely been through all this before with each other, and we just don't know it. <laughs> it's like going to school. And upon graduation, getting uh, hit on the head and uh, having amnesia. 
I suppose. It would be nice to learn more about it. But there are meditations you can do, Akashic Record meditations. You can drop me a line. I can show you how to do some of that. I'm at asktaro at earthlink.net, A-S-K-T-A-R-O-T at earthlink.net. And I'll be happy to point you in the right direction. I got 106 pages at my website. Maybe I should add one about that. I don't know. Sherry in New Haven, Connecticut is next. Hi, Sherry. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Oh, hi, Reverend Elliot. Um, I'm going to summarize things up really quickly for you, but, you know, there'll be enough information in the question. No hurry. Um, I took a break from, okay, <laughs> I took a break from dating for eight years. I did a lot of uh, work on myself, you know, a lot of, I, I've been trusting in the Lord all my life as a little girl. I mean, he's come to me in dreams, you know, so I've always believed in God. But, I, you know, I had a rough time in the past with a few relationships, and I decided to take a an eight-year um, break. Now, uh, just recently, there's been a man that has been coming into my store where I work. And um, it's funny because another psychic told me that there was somebody who watches me when I don't know it. And he kind of made oh. himself uh, available to me April of last year to let me know that he was interested. So we've been just talking for almost a year. Um, just talking. We've been walking the beach and stuff and things like that. And um, what's happened is um, I've let him into my home, you know, we just to watch TV. I've, you know, cooked for him. We've talked. So I was comfortable enough around him two Mondays ago to leave him alone in my living room because I, I wanted to take a quick shower and I didn't know that he was in my parking lot. So, you know, he, you know, he was out watching TV, but when I came out and we spent a little time together, he left. And after he left, I started cleaning up and I wanted to put my diamond ring back on, which I had on my dresser and the ring was gone. So, uh, this, I'm sorry. Nothing. I just, ow, ouch, actually that hurts. Yeah. And you know what's really ouch about it is that I had a big emotional connection to it. It took me three years to get it. I prayed on it. Um, I had to wait. For, it was an $8,000 retail ring. Um, it was beautiful. And it was a big square that had all diamonds in it. And um, I wanted that ring so bad I prayed on that for like three years. And finally, it came down to $2,000. And they allowed me to use three coupons. So I was out the door at $1,200 with it. So I'm very, very attached to that ring. Some people think I might be too materialistic, but I went through hell to get that ring. Excuse my English. I went, I went through heck to get it, you know, because they took it back from me saying that there was a coupon I wasn't supposed to have. And I cried myself to sleep that night. And then a couple of months later, the coupon came up. And they said, go get it with the three. And I did. So that ring is always on me. It's very seldom that I take it off. And I happened to take it off that day because I was doing a lot of cleaning and stuff. He's swearing that he didn't take the ring on the way out. I did call the police and I had a police report made and they called him and he said he didn't touch it. So I don't know what to do. It's like I don't want to bother with him anymore because I can't have somebody around me that I can't trust. I've torn my place upside down looking for this ring and it's nowhere to be found. I mean, I looked in every nook and cranny. Every place that I wouldn't put it, I, I looked. Every place I would put it, I looked, and it's not here. And he was the only person in my place, because I don't let anybody over here. He was the first male that ever come into my house in eight years. So um, 
I'm just torn up. I'm, 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 I'm hurt because of the ring, and I'm also hurt because now the built-up of whatever we put into each other over the past almost year is gone also. So he walked out with my ring, my Christmas gift that I had saved for him, and my love, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like all over the place. My heart is shattered, you know, and oh, yeah. I just want to know if, if you yeah, if you think that I'm on the right track with my thoughts as to him taking it. Well, let me put it this way. <clears throat> the card I got while you were telling me this is the justice card, <clears throat> which tells me that this I'm, I'm looking at this situation that justice will be done. So that's that's good to know. We'll see how that works out. Obviously, <clears throat> the temper. The, sorry, my throat is. I'm still. The air is so dry here. It's getting to me. Uh, the uh-huh. temperance card. The, the temperance card is next, which is a card about balance being restored. Right now, your balance is not. You, you you've been thrown out of balance. Now, this is the card. Uh, that's after is the Seven of Swords. That's about somebody who is sneaking around and doing something bad. And you see, so there, this, this, the, the signs are not good here in terms of this person. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. But justice will prevail according to these cards. Uh, you'll, you're, you're, your future in terms of personal happiness and romance is good. Okay, because I've got the Ten of Cups here and I've got the Four of Rods. So that's telling me that you're going to get things restored. You know, the, the whole thing is going to be restored in your life. Uh, the World card is here. This, this, this the assured success. The problem with life is that in order to fully enjoy it, we have to open ourselves up to other people. And that makes us vulnerable at times. And uh, you you just got hit with one of those times, you know. I mean, you 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 you're pretty sure about this from what you're saying, that you know that it's not the kind of thing um, that. Yes. I mean, I mean, you're really sure. Let me put it that way. You're very sure about this. I'll put it this way. I'm a hundred percent sure. And the reason why I say that is because I watched that ring like if it was my yeah. child. I don't have the money to buy something that expensive. So if it's out of my sight, I didn't say anything right away. I waited till I tore my place apart and I knew that it wasn't here. And then I said something, you know, and uh, he wanted to swear on a Bible. I said, no, I don't want you to do that. Because there's people going to their death that swear in a Bible that they didn't kill the person and they go to they go to the chair with the lie. So that's well, not going to help yeah. me. What's going to help also, me is you returning the ring. You don't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you're not light. You don't. You don't just toss this thing on a, on a, on the floor somewhere. You know. You don't just walk in the house and toss the uh, ring aside. You have a set routine for everything you do. And I'm sure yes, when you I take do. it off, yes. you have it in the, the same place each time. So you know. Yes. The fact that you that you look yes. for it. And if it's it, in a least... different place, excuse me. Yep, yeah. if it's in a different place, it doesn't take me two weeks to find it. It's going yeah. on two weeks that I've been looking for it. And I keep repeating the same patterns of looking, and it's just it's driving me crazy. And my sister thinks I'm ridiculous. You sure you're so, why are you so attached to that ring? But she doesn't understand that somebody violated my privacy yeah, but, in my you know, space. Yeah, and that violation, was mine. That wasn't that, his to take. That was, that, was, that was exactly the word that came to my mind was violation. That you, you, you've been violated. This is not, it's, you know, 
it's as people say, it's really not about the, 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 the item. Well, it really isn't about the item. It's about the person. It's about the feelings. It's about all of that. But I, I see that you're going to come through this and you'll be okay. Uh, the justice card is what's important here. So, you know, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's hope that this will be revealed to you because right now, but you, you, you're, you're in the period where balance has been thrown out of your life by seven of swords, oh, by a, a yep. person who did something wrong and, and hurt you. But all the cards after this down the road are really good. It's just getting there that's a problem. And it, it, it not a problem is an overused word. Let's just say it's difficult, you know, because you can't ignore it. You know, it's not one of those things after all that you invested emotionally and personally, which goes way beyond the uh, $1,200. And the, uh, the ring was a symbol. Oh, yeah, because it was him, too. I was invested in yeah. him. But, you know, of, of course. course, I'd want my ring over him. I mean, because if this is the type of person he is, I deserve my worth is more, I'm worth more than that. You know, I'm yeah. used to men buying me jewelry, not stealing it, you know? <laughs> well, um, I think, but I think what I want to ask okay. you. Okay. Um, what I wanted to ask you is the justice card. Um, do you think that there's a possibility or do you think that it's just wishful thinking that he, because I think he was very attached to me because when he was leaving, when I accused him and stuff, he said, look, I didn't want things to end this way. I didn't, you know, I said, well, I didn't either, but that was in your hands. Do you think that he could possibly come forth and admit that he took it or at least tell me where he pawned it? Well, I, I'm not getting any positive cards in that direction, although the Hierophant is here, which is a card of religious authority, which means he might just have a conscience working on him at this point. I mean, I don't, I don't see you ever being comfortable with the person again anyway. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I got, again, that card, the Five of Swords, which I'm sure represents him in this whole thing. Uh, I'm, 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 it, it, with time, it, anything, of course, is possible. See, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, the, the police are checking pawn shops, things like that. So there's, 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 there's reason to hope, but... I'm I'm seeing a more of a religious aspect to him, and so maybe there will be some kind of a uh, I hate to use the word conversion, but yeah, you know, he might start. Well, that uh, would be good you. for him because yeah, yeah, maybe he'll be good around other people. But um, like you said, I, I couldn't trust him again in my life, you know. Yeah, here's the justice card again. Unless yeah, he. So, Yes, yeah, so I've got the I've got the five of swords, which is a person who's you know sneaky. That's similar to the seven of swords. And this is a person be doing bad things behind your back. Fives are very severe in tarot, followed by the hierophant, which is the high priest, uh, followed by justice. So there's a pretty good chance that uh, that his own mind and his own conscience is working on him. Mm -hmm. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, it's, you know I'm the. I'm the wrong person to do that to because I'm a very giving person. I give yes. to people that, you know, not that I have a lot, but I give whatever I have. And, um, you know, if somebody's asking for food outside, I'll go buy them something. And, you know, like, I'm very great. I'm very gracious that way. I mean, I was like, you don't hurt people like me. You know what I mean? No, well, you just don't do it. I know. Because God know, protects people... us, too. 
the people like that are uh like you're describing uh uh they 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 can close the door on you you know you could you could if you mistreat them the door gets closed and it stays closed and you are you like that because I, 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 oh, I yeah, like I'm the type that yeah. I'll get, I'm as loving and as sweet as cake all day. But once I feel a betrayal, that's a that's a done deal. Um, yeah, that would be done. I mean, I would love it if he, you know, told me where it was or gave it back to me. But I don't know if I'd ever be able to trust him again. He'd have to prove himself to me, you know. Well, why don't you do this? Check back with me in a, a couple of months and let's see what happens if anything shows up in the card stand. Okay. Sure. So are we basically done or do you have any time for yeah. just a quick something no, very I, quick? I, 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 re I really need to get to one more call uh, before I uh, go okay, off. Okay, no the, problem then. The so I'm going to, so the justice card is what's standing out the most. And the Hierophant, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's that's good. Okay. So I will okay. get back to you um, and Thanks. I'll find you on the web. Great. Thanks for calling and uh, hang in there because the cards show that you will get that balance back into your life. It feels really bad without it, but you'll get it. You'll get it back. And let's just shuffle up the cards and we'll go to uh, uh, Arshea, Arshea in Chicago. Yes, Hi, you're on that's with Reverend right. Elliot. Hello. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. How are you tonight? I'm so, I didn't mangle I'm your name, good. did I? Uh, no, it's a bit of a tongue twister, but you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. What can I look at for you? I've got a few minutes left. Ah, okay. So I, you know, uh, I'm just going through a rough time overall, and there's a lot of anxiety and uncertainty uh, around an upcoming relocation. Mm -hmm. So do you see anything in that direction? Uh, um, I am currently in Chicago, and I'm hoping to relocate to Boone. Is well, first of all, I, I, the, I've got a card that means exactly that, uh, literally and sometimes metaphorically, but it's about moving. It's the Six of Swords. I had that earlier for someone, too. Uh, it's about getting from where you are to where you want to be. It's a, a mental thing uh, about growth and becoming, but it also literally means making a move. But the important thing is it's moving from uh, rough waters to calm waters. It's, so the, the move will be good for you. Uh, the Empress is here. That tells me that you're the kind of person who makes things grow and makes things happen. So you'll be good there. I see the, the, the interesting thing is uh, I, I see money in your future here and money and happiness, I see. Now, I know they say money doesn't buy happiness, but, you know, it can rent a good share of happiness, can't it? You know, that, uh, I've, I've got three cards here all about money and then the, the Ten of Cups, which is happiness. So it's, are, are you you're relocating for better work, better job? Yeah, actually, the thing is, uh, I hope Six of Swords doesn't mean going all the way back to my uh, to India. In that's where I'm no, from. No. I hope it doesn't no, mean. No, no, it means from where you. It's, it means you're going to go to where you want to be. Okay, because okay, Six of Swords is usually over water, right? <laughs> uh, well, it's metaphorically on water, just to show that it's like uh, going from a rough sea to a calm sea. That's what's more important. It's I don't take that so literally in in that sense, uh, because yeah, it shows someone in a boat, 
But in so some how decks, do, it's how called, do we get clarity science. that uh, are we are we going to Boone and not back to India? How do we get clarity on that? How do you guarantee that you won't go back to India? No, a clarity, clarity. How do I get clarity uh, that the move will be to Boone and not uh, not back to India? Oh. Uh, because this is about the, the the six of swords is about your mind. It's about you. That's why some play some decks call that science. It's where you want to go. It's not going to be kicking you anywhere. You know, if you okay. want to go somewhere, that's where you're going to go. If this is that's a card about somebody getting where she wants to go. So if you want to go to India, you'll go to India. If you don't, you won't. You know, right. You want to okay. go to this other. Okay. So it's so taking me main, where you know, I want to go. Yes, yeah. and it's not about being subject to the, uh, to the. To, it's not like it's a sailboat, depending on the wind, because very deliberately, <laughs> that 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 boat is being propelled by a person with a stick, you know, and, and it's being pushed to where uh, she right. wants it to go. You know, uh, you know. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with throwing your oars overboard and seeing where life takes you, but uh, you've got to be prepared to go wherever it happens. But you don't want to do that, and I don't blame you. Let me tell you this. And how does the, you've got how, another how does the card rest here. of the year? Yeah, tell hmm? me. There's another card here, which is the Ten of Swords, which uh, is it. It means that. The worst is over. That you've been through some rough times. The worst is over. I, it, it's one of those cards that people think means death. It doesn't. It means that the life threw its worst at you, and you're still here. You're gonna get up, and you're gonna be fine. So I think that uh, really you're, you're making going a, you're, through the worst time of my life right now. Well, hallelujah, that's because that means it's going to end, you know, <laughs> because the ten of not the life, the bad times, the ten of swords means that life threw its worst at you and you're still here. And uh, and, and you can you can shake your fist at life because you say you're going to win according to this, because this is all these cards afterwards are very happy. Uh, you, 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 you made up your mind to move for a specific reason and it looks like you're going to get that specific reason that you know what you're doing and it's going to work. I've got to run. I've only got uh, about 30 seconds left, but I've got a very okay. positive outcome here for you. Okay. Look, how does the rest of this hmm? year look? The rest what? How does the rest of this year look? Oh, very good. Ten of Cups is like perfected happiness. I've got to run. I'm running out of time. So uh, you, you, the rest of this year looks great for you. And, and that's it, folks. We've come to the end of another edition of Reverend Elliot's Magical Window, which we're going to cut really close this time. So I won't give you any pithy, witty saying at the end, only that I sure look forward to seeing you next week. And I'll see you then. Bye-bye now. <laughs>